Hello and welcome to the Worcester Warriors podcast with myself, Jeff Barkley, Worcester Warriors reporter at the Worcester News. Warriors returned to Premiership action this weekend with a trip to Harlequins after reaching the knockout stages of not one, but two competitions. They sealed top spot in Pool 2 of the European Challenge Cup with victories over Ospreys and Star Francais to set up a home quarter-final against Harlequins next month. And if that wasn't enough to get fans excited, Warriors beat Wasps in the Premiership Cup to secure a home semi-final against Saracens. Their run came to an end last Friday as Saris ran out 38-22 winners. Although disappointing, you have got to go back to 2009 when Worcester last got into a semi-final. A certain Chris Forte played that day as Worcester lost 22-11 at Burgoyne. And he joins me on the line now. Chris, how are you? Uh, good afternoon, mate. Yeah, it's all good. Good. Um, do, you, yep. do you remember that game? Oh, mate, yeah, I do actually. And uh, it's, it's a typical French affair. Um, sort of cheap shops going in everywhere, um, but always very physical. You know, they, they always pride themselves, don't they, on, on being physical, and, and uh, they didn't disappoint that day, but, well, that seems like an age ago there, to be honest, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I might imagine that, how, how good was that run at the time, um, you know, to be doing well in Europe? I think, you know, it's massively, massively important. You know, it's sort of, the, the pressure's away from the pressure. You know, it's slightly off a little bit, and then uh, you go into European competition, and uh, you know, I think it just boosts for you know good confidence and uh, momentum going back into the league campaign. And uh, you know, the way I think the way Worcester have been playing this year, you know, there's some real promise there. And uh, I'm sure, you know, they get back into it this week against Twins. You know, they can get a result, no problem. And I think the year previous year, he obviously got to the final and uh, and lost to Bath. And uh, I'd imagine the, you know, just the atmosphere of the place uh, must be good when you go on these runs. Oh, man, it's electric, isn't it? You know, the Morris always have a good fan base. And I think, you know, you get into a bit of a, a run of things, you get a few good results, and then, you know, you, you know, they're behind you even more. So I think, you know, building up, going like I said, going back into the Premiership this week, should give them a bit of confidence. Okay, they lost against Harrison's last week, but you know there was plenty in the game to be, uh, you know, pleased about. I'm sure you know that they bit of confidence this week. Yeah. Do, do, do you think it sort of hindered you in any way going on having these extra games in, in competitions? I mean, it's obviously a lot of games for, for players to play. I know they're yeah, obviously rotating. I don't think it is actually because if you look at the size of the squads these days, you know, I think they're a lot bigger, mm. and uh, so you know you should you should have enough you know, strength in depth to sort of cope with the demand of European rugby, Premiership rugby, and also international rugby when players away with that as well. So, you know, it's, it's a difficult one, but, you know, it's one I think that's, you know, clubs, they embrace a decent money, obviously it's good for revenue, it's good, good for the squad, and it's good for uh, confidence as well. Yeah, and I imagine they'll be feeling pretty confident really going into this week against Quinns, and, um, you know, do you give them a, a chance of... Uh, you know, pull off a result. It's a tough one, because, you know, you look at Quinn's form of late, you know, they've been, they've been playing well. And uh, Paul Gustard, obviously, he's, he's come in this year. He, you know, he's, he's doing a sterling job. But uh, there's no reason why, you know, Warriors the way, way they're playing. And, uh, you know, they've got some good results. And I think, you know, they just got that belief that they, they can go and, and get the job done. Yeah, are you still uh, keeping tabs on Worcester's results? And do you watch them on TV when they're on, or, or even go to the play? years 
You know, Worcester obviously rotated their squad over the past few weeks, trying to keep players fresh. Do you think that that makes a difference? I mean, you know, as a player, you want to be, you want to be playing every game. You know, but realistically, nowadays, with, with the nature of the competition, and as I said before, you know, it's it's brutal. You watch some of the hits going in there, and it, well, I'm glad I'm just watching on the TV. If I'm being brutally honest, but um, <laughs> it is it's, it's a it's a brutal game. Obviously, you know, looking back at your career, you played more than 150 times for Warriors between 2005 and 2012. Yeah. Um, you also made your name um, at, at uh, Gloucester. Um, yeah, yeah. Talked to over injury appearances for them. How, how do you look back at your time at, at well, Gloucester first of all? Gloucester boys, well, it's, been, it's been a privilege to, to play for your, your home city, you know, play for oh, your yeah. home club. Yeah, most definitely, you know, you, when you get the opportunity, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come very right often, you've got to sort of embrace it, and hopefully now, you know, my, my, my boys sort of involved with rugby, and if he does, go on and play professional rugby, then that would be great, but if he's not, then, you know, as long as he's, he's enjoying things, and Enjoying what you're doing, I think that's, that's the main thing. So, you know, people say, oh, do you want to, you know, of course I would, but it's not the beginning, of course. No, no, I'd, I'd look back at a few few pictures of yourself playing for Gloucester, and obviously you had, uh, had Phil Vickery and uh, Trevor Woodman playing alongside oh, you. Yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah, what was that like? I'll never forget what they did, you know. 
I mean, when you look at, at those two careers, and do, do you feel you know that you perhaps should have gone on and, and achieved an international? Obviously moved to moved to Warriors uh, in 2005. Was that was that a, a difficult decision or was it quite easy? Seven years there. I mean, you, you mentioned yeah. about you know you obviously enjoyed every moment, but is, are there any um, are there any moments that really stand out for you? Well, probably the worst one is changing next to uh, Tim Collier because <laughs> that bloke is the most loyal person you ever want to meet. You left the club in 2012. Was were you intending to sort of hang up your boots uh, then, or, 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 or did you? Or did you Bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a drop because obviously they were playing in National Two South at the time. Yeah. yeah. So what was that like going from? Oh, that was tough. You yeah. Know, there was expectation, obviously, just dropping out of the 
premiership that you know um, obviously knew who you were uh, who you were you know who you were playing against and you were sort of not take targeted but brought up a little pot and obviously myself being controlled and disciplined at every opportunity you know, I, I wouldn't let them get to me but you know it was uh, it was it, it was it was tough but you know we had a, to play set up at Harvey College and uh, you know it, it was easy sort of going into that environment because they were sort of uh, looking to be professional as they could as well so to drop down straight out of premiership rugby into obviously that too you know you hopefully you know I added something to win mm. that squad at the time yeah and you were captain there weren't you and, and that's right what, yeah. what, what did you what what did the club achieve while you were while you were there well, we, yeah we were fortunate I mean in my second season there we got promoted from from that two and into that one and then I think it took then two years I was still obviously I'm still involved now coaching the coaching the college for the university boys mm. with, the, with the RFC lot but um, you know obviously we're struggling a little bit along the championship but we've, we've got a huge game coming up Friday night against Richmond at, at home and uh, you know if we can get a result there I think you know hopefully we could potentially stay in in the championship. Yeah. Well, what have you made of Hartbury's rise, really? Because they've obviously come from, you know, pretty much nowhere, really, and obviously, it's, you know, put themselves in the championship. I know you said they've struggled in this season. They started season, off in sort of the lowest tier of English rugby. Yeah. And then, you know, there was a vision from from Malcolm Wharton at the time, and you know, that you know, as, as a university now in college, they've achieved something remarkable to be playing in, in you know the second tier of English rugby. Um, had it all the wrong way at times. Uh, I certainly, you know, I'm sure it's sort of been telling as well. But, you know, what they've achieved, and I, you know, you look at the likes of Exeter, the sort of model they've got as well is, is pretty similar to what, what we're doing here, but on a, in, a, in a way, you know, on a bigger scale, because they've got the whole, you know, Southwest to, to pick from, I think, personally, but they're sort of obviously, I think, the third tier of English rugby now, I think they are, they also are. Fantastic, and you know, there's been plenty of debate over whether the uh, Premiership, you know, should be ring fenced. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. What's your view on that? I think there's pros and cons, in, you know, in both arguments, isn't there? Mm. Um, to, to, to sort of look at it from the promotion and relegation would be would be tough on on certain teams, you know, in the, in the Championship. But from a, obviously from a, a money point of view, it, it probably would be easier or better for to make that premiership you know, a, a 14 teams option yeah. for stability I suppose I mean, that, that's, I mean that's the main thing or in the long term what we're looking for isn't it? So, you know if we're, if we're going if we're going to be sensible then maybe yes it should be ring thing for I don't know three years or whatever but it's it, whatever they do they've sold it and it's, it's got to be done you know, in the interest of yeah, because it can't can't help clubs, uh, you know, either end of, of either the Premiership or, or, or the top of the Championship, not knowing yeah. what's going on. Imagine that's a bit confusing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's crazy. Isn't it? It's all like we're sort of three quarters away from the season. I think we're mm. getting up there, aren't we? Mm. And uh, you know, it's, we're still having debates year on year about what's happening with Championship rugby. You know, obviously, the playoffs now have, have finished, and obviously, was involved with that with Worcester for a season. You know, and for me, that was. That was crazy. Just you go for a whole season, finish top, and you've got a, a playoff system, which is just for me. It's, it's making money. It's 
Yeah, and do you think the gap is widening between Premiership and Championship, or do you think it's closing? I mean, obviously, you imagine you've watched a few Championship games this season with Hartbury. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think, for me, they're different games. I mean, the Championship's always been a bit more forward-orientated, and some of these teams that, you know, that Hartbury are facing this year, some of these B-sides are massive. Mm. Obviously, you know, we obviously train next door to cross the training position, but, you know, we, we have a couple of sessions against them, and it's the top end of the Championship, obviously, I mean, they, they, they can go with the Premiership, but it's going to be sorted because we, we can't, as someone like I said, go three quarters into the season and still have this uncertainty what's happening. Imagine it'd be nice for yourself to see, to see Hartbury, yeah. Uh up there one day. I mean, do they have ambitions? They're quite ambitious yeah, to get up there. You know, the level of Harper at the moment is, is brilliant. You know what I mean? And, you know, yourself, the Premiership is just so brutal. And for me, the level of Championship rugby is probably where Harper deserved to stay or deserved to be in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you know yourself, the infrastructure and finances took on the Premiership is it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it, it would be a big ass, I think. You never say, you never, never turn it down. You never, you never say no. We can never achieve that. But if you're being realistic and honest, I think you know the championship rugby is a great level. But it's also good, obviously. You know the boys who are playing with the Bucks, obviously looking at this, you know, you know got a chance to play something very good here as well. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a good draw. Definitely. Yeah, and I think you mentioned uh, about a possible 14 teams in the in the Premiership, um, maybe closed yeah. off for three years. Do you think that could work uh, just for stability? I think I think it would work. It would be, it would be harsh on, on you know who gets you doesn't get that 14 spot mm. from from you know the Championship. But you know you look at sort of Super Rugby. I know it's a different competition altogether, but they seem to cope with it. And but. <laughs> Fantastic. And um, obviously, looking back on, on Warriors, they've they've announced the signing of Graham Kitchener for next season. Um, I know, yeah, yeah. 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 Would yeah, um, obviously played uh, alongside him. Yeah. yeah. What would you make of um, that decision? I think that's a great signing. Yeah. Well, you know, I think his brother still plays. Well. I don't think he's at Worcester, so you know he's he's coming back to a club where he came from the, the academy system. And you know he's a good player, a very very good player. So you know, I, I mean that's a great signing for Worcester, and uh, that sort of shows you know that it is a bit of an ambition that you know Kips is coming back and he wants to achieve something at Worcester as well. Do you think he should ever have left? I mean, he was obviously uh, you know in and around the England setup, you know his yeah, absence. Yeah, uh, well, not for me to say. I think he, yeah. he sort of went where he, he thought he needed to go, and he's obviously going to come back. Left a, a much better player than when he left because you know they were known for producing you know good players and building good players as well. So he'll definitely come back, you know, with a bit more knowledge and a bit more be a bit more street boys and obviously a bit more experience. Do you see yeah. that as quite a, quite a coup, really? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he, he's obviously coming back to the club that he, you know he starts at, mm. and uh, I'm sure he would have learned a few tricks at uh, Tigers because he. he He's been unfortunate, you know, at the moment that 
he'll have the chance to play along, alongside his brother Andrew next season yeah. I mean I can't think of many brothers who've played together at Worcester apart from yourself and, and Lee so he'll obviously link up with his brother and then you know they, they're obviously going to be very close and, and they're, you know they're both very good players aren't they and they're both big men so you know, I mean it's just that's just a good good sign for me for yeah. Worcester and what, what was it like to, to play along play with your brother Obviously, last time I met you was at Johnny R's testimonial match. Um, yeah, and um, Johnny's obviously been at the club for for a long, long time. He's out of contract this summer. Would you? Yeah, they just signed John Akito, uh, another scrum half, which. Um, so we're un- unsure on uh, the future of Johnny, really, but but yeah. you obviously uh, rate him very yeah, highly. Um, yeah. I'd love to see Johnny, you know, obviously sign another year because he, he's just a through and through, and you don't get many of that nowadays. We're in the rugby environment, so yeah, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't want to sign him. But obviously, director of rugby and head coaches have their, their opinions and their views on players, so you know, I just I hope he does. If he doesn't, I'm sure someone would snap him up because you know he's too good a player not to. Yeah, and what do you make of him as a player, really? And uh, you know, from where? No, from, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, he's been at Worcester Anthony for for a very long time, and you know, he's 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 reliable. You you know what you're gonna get with Johnny. He, you know, he's, he's I think mean, he's been a great servant to Worcester Rugby Club, and uh, hopefully, you know, something will come for him. But you know, he, he is a very good player. Uh, just, just looking at, at yourself again. I mean, um, you obviously gone into coaching now. Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I come to the university side at Harbour. Uh, still do a bit of individual skills with the front row and hookers. Uh, do a little bit local. Yeah, coaching locally within the area, a Forest Club as well, Clyde uh, Rugby Club. Uh, you know, we're in sort of you know that three it is. So you know, yeah, things are things are going well actually. We, we've had a couple of good years. Of, Dry Brook, is that right? Um, yeah, I'm a rugby club yeah. Uh, in the forest of Dean. Yeah. Um, I'm a sort of forest coach with Ted Stevenson, and we're doing well with Jay, but it's sort of, yeah, it's the only match three. Um, so, you know, for a little club like that, it's, it's like, uh, so, 
well above their weight. Yeah, and what are your um, ambitions um, coaching-wise? I mean, are you happy sort of... Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I don't really set, yeah. set my goal out to Dwayne and say I want to be this yeah. and I want to be that. And, you know, with success, other things will come up, opportunities will come along your way. So, and that's something, you know, you would never turn down. So I think, hopefully, you know, if things continue to go as they are at the moment, which is, you know, everything's quite positive. So, you know, opportunities come up and you, I mean, you've seriously got to think about them, but as it stands, I'm happy doing, you know, the university at Harvard, you know, enjoying my, what I do in a kind of rugby club. So, I, know, I said never say never to anything, but at the moment, things are going well for me. Brilliant. And Einstein, you said your son was playing uh, rugby as well, is he? Yeah, yeah, I've got three boys, so okay. he's sort of... So people say, is he going to follow in dad's footsteps? Um, <laughs> I hope not. I hope he's going to be a back, if I'm honest, because, uh, yeah, well, you say that, you look at the forwards, you say they're all, they're all leaner than most of the backs, aren't they? So, <laughs> but um, now he's, he's sort of, yeah, he's, he's doing well. He's, he's uh, takes at school, and he just got in the DPP with, with Gloucester as well. So, yeah, he, he enjoys it. Always, whatever he wants to do, as long as he's enjoying it, you know, I'm going to give him 100% my back. What's his name and uh, is, is he one uh, to look well, up? Yeah, no, this, is, this is a good one actually. Uh, when I was at Worcester, uh, I think yeah, it was Worcester, his name's William David, and obviously he has WD40. Uh-huh. And people like, do, you do realise that uh, you know, WD40, what? I said, yeah, but I didn't name him after the cat, did I? I named him after what well, was it, William? And his, obviously his middle name's after my, name's after my wife's. It's been uh, great to speak to you today, Chris. Lovely. Yeah, thank you very much. And um, no, yeah. no, no, just, yeah, just I wish the Warriors all the best, and hopefully, you know, they can sort of kick on there. And like you said, they're in, they're in some good competition, aren't they? So hopefully, they can kick off. Fantastic. And well, yeah, well, hopefully, uh, I'll see you back in Worcester soon, and uh, yeah. we can have another catch up. Have a beer. Yeah, great. And nice, uh, nice. Fantastic. Well, um, yeah, I'll be at uh, the Stoop on Saturday to provide live coverage of Warriors Clash with Harlequins. And I hope to produce another podcast soon. Keep picking up the Worcester News and visit www.worcesternews.co.uk forward slash sport for all the latest on Warriors. Thanks for listening.